Alright guys, welcome to episode 3 of Life with Bryce. So, I want to start off this episode by thanking you guys once again for all of your support, both on the Instagram and on this podcast, and let's just hop right into things, honestly. So, today I want to talk about fear. Now, I'm sure that all of us listening to this are able to admit that we have fears that we face almost on a daily basis in some way. Now, of course, there are some fears that you don't face every day, like you're afraid of snakes, you probably aren't going to see a snake every day. And if you do, then you probably should change what you're doing. (laughs) But fear is just something that a lot of us don't like to take head on and we don't like to face it. We just, we push it to the side and we almost just let it dictate our lives in some ways. I mean, Fear is so powerful, and it's a force that many of us don't truly understand. Fear is the opposite of love in most ways. That's one of the best ways that people are able to describe it. And it just, it's always an I can't or I won't. It's never a positive. Fear is always negative. And it may be weird like talking about this because it's like, okay, well, how is a fear of spiders going to control my life? Well, fears like that are important and they definitely do change your life in certain ways. But like I said, you don't face fears like that every day, but there are certain fears that a lot of people have to face every single day. Like right now I am on um, a news site, ABC News to be exact, and I'm looking at the top 10 most common phobias, most common fears. Number one is social phobias. Think about that for a second. Social phobia normally is characterized by like anxiety, um, increased self-consciousness when you're around a group of people, things like that. Just think about that for a second. How often are people in groups like that? How often do you see enough people to make you potentially be anxious or self-conscious? Now, obviously not everybody has social phobia. Um, this site here, ABC News, states that up to 1 in 20 people have a social phobia. So 5%, maybe, at a max. In, that's the guesstimate that we're getting here. That may not be seem like a lot, but if you think about you go into a crowd of 100 people, that five of them have this phobia, or have a social phobia, then they're constantly being bombarded with thoughts that are negative, and I can't, I won't, I don't want to be here, that whole time. We see it in schools, of course, when people are trying to present, they get anxiety from that, which that may not be characterized as social phobia, I'm not 100% sure on the characterization of the different things and how they're classified. However, it's the same principle. And you see it almost every single day. There's a very good chance that you're going to at least walk, if you go out in public, you're going to at least walk by one person with social phobia. And that's holding them back. Or maybe even you have a social phobia and you're listening to this. I'm not trying to call you out in any way because I know exactly what it feels like to not want to be in front in in a big group of people or in front of a lot of people. I mean, I used to have that same exact fear and I don't blame you one bit. But it holds you back. I think we can all agree, even if you have the phobia, you can happily admit that it does hold you back. And 
this whole with this podcast and with the page I'm constantly talking about how I want you guys to be successful. I want you to go out and get what you want. I want you to fight for it. I want you to be motivated. But you can be as motivated as you want to be, but if you face a fear in your path, chances are you're going to turn back. It's crazy to think about the fact that you can be so motivated and you can be ready to do something, but right there in your path, there's a fear and it paralyzes you. Your mind just goes, starts racing and you come up with all these unrealistic situations in your head of, oh, well, now this is going to happen or this is going to happen or I'm not going to make it anymore. Or, this I can't possibly get by this. It's just for I'll use the fear of uh, I'll use arachnophobia as an example. Success is across the room. You just got to go through that door, right? But there's a huge spider in your way. What are you going to do? If you have arachnophobia, chances are most of you are going to look back. You're going to see that door that you just walked through. You're going to see that it's open and you're going to go right out. You're not going to face it. You're not going to try and take on the spider or run past it or distract it and get around it. You're not going to try any of those things because your brain isn't going to let you. Fear, make it. it's not even a matter of fight or flight anymore when it comes to fear. Usually it's always a matter of flight. You're always going to run the other direction. And it's not necessarily wrong because your instincts will always tell you if you fear something, there's a reason why you fear it. Like, of course, with spiders or snakes, they're dangerous. So you go the other way. But you need to be able to not necessarily suppress it because if you suppress a fear, then there's a good chance that it's only going to come back stronger. You need to face it and you need to, the more you face it, the more comfortable you get with it. You need to get comfortable with the idea. You can't just push it away. That's what most people do with fear. They push it away. These people that are scared of failure, they don't go out there and they don't try and risk failure. They don't take the risk. They just don't, they just don't try at all. They don't try to be successful. Same thing with people who are afraid of spiders or snakes. They'll want to travel to places like Australia and then they'll hear about all of the animals and all of the insects and everything that they have there and they'll be like, you know, I don't think I'm going to go there because I'm scared of those things and I'm not willing to face that in order to go do what I want to do. It's such a simple thing, really, when you when you think about it, the principle of fear seems simple, but it's something that most people just aren't willing to try and fight and try and tackle. I'm looking at these other phobias here, agoraphobia, fear of open spaces. Now, that the fact that that's in the top 10 most common may be surprising to most of you listening to this, but think about how often you see open spaces think about all these people that have this fear if they're trying to get somewhere and there's something in their way they're not going to go for it fear of heights is on here as well of course people are afraid of heights so they're not going to go to the top of the statue of liberty they're not going to go on top of all the skyscrapers in new york that they want to go they're not going to do all these things it's holding them back now people can push through a lot of these fears but there's so many different, and this one right here, actually, sorry to interrupt what I was saying, but the fear of flying, that one is massive. So many people have the fear of flying and they're not going to travel, but how much does that hold you back in life if you can't travel? What happens if you have this business trip for this company? You, you need to kill this. You need to do well. You need to be successful so you can get promoted. And then you tell them, 
no, I'm sorry. I can't go do that meeting for you because I'm f- afraid of flying. I've never f- been in a plane before, and I, do- I don't think I can do it. People act like this is unrealistic, but it isn't unrealistic. People do things like this because fear holds us back, and sometimes it's not as pronounced as that, and we just gloss over it all the time because it's our own fear, so we don't worry about it. I will admit that I have a fear of failure. I have a fear of going and doing something for the first time and failing. And I've noticed over the years that it has stopped me from doing a lot of the things that I should have done or that I would have enjoyed doing because I was afraid of doing it wrong. I was afraid of being wrong, making mistakes, all of those things. Now, I believe the school system trains a lot of the top students to do that, to have that fear. Because if you're trying to get the best grades, you're trying to have the highest GPA, you know, you're trying to be the best in your class, and you make a mistake, it's heartbreaking. It can ruin everything. One little mistake that you write your answer wrong on that test, or you remembered something wrong, or you mixed up two dates. On something like an AP exam, if you mix up two time periods somehow, you can be in huge trouble and it can take a whole point down out of five. It can take you down a whole point because of one little mistake. So we're afraid of making mistakes and that means we don't try things. It's, It's just insane the amount of things that I've seen myself be held back by and that fear, well, that's more of an overarching fear that affects everything in my life. It's not like there aren't other fears like that that stop you from doing things, especially the fear of flying that I just talked about. That can stop you from doing so many things in your life. That means that you're either, if you want to go anywhere, then it needs to be somewhere on your continent or somewhere connected, unless you want to take a boat somewhere, which I don't see anybody realistically doing. If you can't fly, then where are you going to go? It's going to, it limits your life so much. But that same thing with the fear of failure. It's limited my life so much, but I finally decided that I'm going to face the fear and I'm going to do the things that scare me and do the things that I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I might fail in front of everybody here. I might not be able to handle it. But you know what? The fact that I tried means I'm not going to regret it later. I'm not. Even if I do fail, as much as it sucks in the moment, as much as I'm going to hate it and wish that I could have done better and I might even, you know, in my head, give give myself that those automated negative thoughts that I've talked about. I may do that, but I won't regret the fact that I didn't try because I did try. Because fear, it stops you from doing so many things. There's so many little things that you don't even think about that it stops you from doing. Like a lot of people, I mean, there's literally memes about it on Instagram about people like, they'll be still afraid of like the dark or at night, they'll be in their house and they'll run into their kitchen and then They'll be running around their house at night when there's nobody there. There aren't any ghosts there or anything like that, but it's just the fear of the dark. Something that simple, it stops you. And you have to go do all these different things to get around it when in reality, if you would just take the time and that one time, just slowly walk through the dark, deal with it, and realize that nothing was going to happen, then you would be all set. Now, even with children, they're afraid of the dark, so they get a nightlight. Or if they're afraid of the dark and they don't have a nightlight, then they can't sleep. 
it's not always stopping you from something you want to do. Sometimes it's stopping you from something that you need to do. Sleeping is obviously a necessity, but if something's stopping you from sleeping, then it's you're not getting that need, and it's because of the fear. It's the same thing when I've been surprised by the answer to this question. I've asked people this question before where I'm like, okay, if you're stuck in the desert and all you can eat are scorpions and spiders and pretty much anything else that you can find, would you eat them and make it out or would you just choose not to and then just try and either make it or end up dying there? And the vast majority of people have told me that they wouldn't eat those things, that they would just either they would try some other way or they would just give up. I know that sounds, at least to me, unrealistic. I'd think you'd do anything you could to survive, but some people, fear takes over their life so much that they would rather die than face it, which the fact that it has that mental power over people is almost unimaginable because fear isn't this tangible thing. You can't you can't just go get fear. Like You can go see something and be afraid of it, but fear is not something you can just take out or that you can cure. You can help treat it in a way, but there's not some special pill that you can take to get rid of it. And it's not like we really talk about it a lot. Of course, we talk about, oh, I'm afraid of this. I'm scared of this. You know, we talk about scary movies with like the Halloween movies with Michael Myers chasing people around and everything. Yeah, that is fear. But that's not the fear that I'm talking about today. I'm not talking about some guy chasing you with a knife. Yeah, of course you should be afraid. That's instinct. If you're in danger, your life is in danger, then you need to be scared. Or you at least, maybe not necessarily scared, but you need to be like aware and just wary of the situation. But the fear I'm talking about is the fear that isn't so obvious and things that I'm not going to say shouldn't scare you because that sounds almost rude in a way to me because I have no place to judge what should and shouldn't scare people. But things that they don't, instinctually, they don't need to scare you. Like the fear, uh, I mean, the fear of heights, fear of flying, that in a way does make sense because obviously if you fall from a great height or the plane crashes or something like that, then of course it's dangerous. But... The fear of open spaces, for example. Yeah, that does leave you open and exposed, which is, again, instinctual. It does link back to instinctual things, but we're not in the time that we necessarily need those fears as much anymore. They're still there because we haven't evolved to get rid of them because they were made for survival, but we still have them that we don't necessarily need, like social phobias as well. I know that it's not as easy as just saying, okay, I don't want to be afraid of that anymore. I'm not going to be afraid of it, but... It's not necessarily something that you need to have. And you need to think about it like, I don't need this. I can work to get rid of it. I can do everything in my power. Claustrophobia is another one. Fear of enclosed spaces. Yes. In some, if you get trapped, then obviously it's dangerous and things can happen. But it stops a lot of people from doing things, claustrophobia. Depending on the severity of claustrophobia, you're not going to be able to go through all of these places. And there's a lot of like hiking trails even with caves that you can go through where, no, I can't do that because I have claustrophobia. I couldn't make it through that cave. I wouldn't feel right. Now, that may not be some life-altering experience going on this hike and doing whatever you're doing, but it's holding you back. 
and you may not even realize it because you don't you've never thought of yourself without that fear so it's not even like a, oh man i'm missing out it's oh i can't do that it's not like a i could but i'm not going to it's a, i can't your mind doesn't let you think about it now i've talked about a lot of different fears but i want to bring this back to what this podcast and what my page and just what I as a person really talk about and it's success and motivation. I told you that fear is one of the number one ways, one of the top ways to get rid of your motivation to stop it in its tracks and it's true. Fear will stop motivation in its tracks. You can be so motivated to go and do something but if you see your fear standing in the way then you're going to turn right back around or you're just going to stand there paralyzed and look at it. You're just going to see it but you're not going to be able to do it. And I've experienced this. I have seen my goals in front of me. I remember my freshman year, I went to the first soccer practice and I had just moved back from Georgia. I only knew one kid at that soccer practice from before and he didn't even really talk to me. He was talking to his friends. So I'm standing there all by myself. I've never been all that great at soccer at that point. I hadn't ever really been all that good. And I was afraid and after my first practice, I almost quit the team. I'm like, I, I'm just, I don't know. I can't do it. I don't seem to have friends on the team. I don't think I'm any good. I'm afraid of failing in front of all these people. And I'm afraid that I'm not going to do well. I had the fear. I didn't admit to myself that I had the fear, but I just said that I can't do it. But I didn't quit. Even though I, my parents told me, if you want to quit, go ahead. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to be mad at you or anything. It's completely up to you. This is your freshman year of high school. You can do what you want to do. But I said, you know what? I'm not going to quit. I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to let this fear control me. And I faced my fear. And now this year, I'm going to be going into my fourth year of soccer. And it's one of the best decisions I've ever made because I love the sport. And I knew that I loved the sport freshman year even. I knew that that was my sport. I've been playing it for years and years and years. But I almost let my fear of failure and fear of not being able to fit in on that team stop me from doing something that I love. And it's just crazy to me that fear has such a control over your mind that you it overrides everything, all of your wants and even your needs half the time. It can override all of that because you're afraid. It controls your mind and it paralyzes it. And... The same thing with DECA that I talked about in my first podcast. In our first episode of this podcast, I talked about how with DECA, I was afraid of talking to these judges. I was afraid of speaking in front of people. Now, I could have just not done DECA and changed my mind, and I wouldn't be the two-time champion, and I wouldn't be the president of the club, and all of these different things. That wouldn't be on my college resume, and if I didn't, it wasn't on my college resume, who's to know if maybe that was the tipping point for a college? And they decide that they don't want me anymore. All of these little things add up to your life. And they can all be traced back to fear if you don't do it. Almost always it can be traced back to fear. Now there are some situations, of course, where the financial the financial situation will stop you, of course. Things like that. Or you just physically can't do it. Like I said, of course. There are things that can stop you besides fear. But the majority of the time it's a, I can but I won't. But you think of it as an I can't. You can't let that happen. You need to be able to fight it. You need to be able to face that fear. 
one of the best ways to stop a fear is to face it. It's not to suppress it because if you suppress it, then yeah, you can act like things are fine, but either the fear is going to come back stronger and you're not going to realize that it's coming and it's going to hit you like a truck or it's going to manifest in some other way in your mind. And it's not going to be the fear, but you're going to face your fear, but you're going to have anxiety the whole time or it's just going to put you in a bad mood or you're going to lash out. Anything can happen with fear. But it's stopping you from getting where you want to go. People want to open their own business. They want to own their own business. They want to be able to do everything that they want and they want to be able to focus on that one thing they want to focus on. But they're afraid that what if I invest my money and it's a bust? Or what if I have my own business but I'm not good enough? Or what if somebody opens the that open lot across the street? What if somebody opens another one exactly, another business exactly like mine and they take all of my customers? People fear things. They find irrational fears. What are the chances of you opening a business and then someone saying, I'm going to buy the lot across the street just to compete with this guy, just to try and win his customers. That's completely irrational, but it's fear. It's what people do. You get that feeling and you can't help it. It's not exactly your fault that it's happening, but it's going to happen regardless of whether you want it to or not. And it's stopping you from doing the things that you want to do. I remember when I was making this podcast, I was afraid. I'm like, I don't even know if people want to listen to my voice for half an hour, 45 minutes. I'm not in any way self-conscious, but I didn't know if people would want to listen to me for this long. If you're here listening to this point, I appreciate you guys actually listening to me and actually being here because it does mean a lot. But I, I'll admit that I was a little scared. I'm like, I don't know if people are going to want to listen to this. And if I'm going to, you know, take half an hour, 45 minutes every week, which is not much time at all, it'll be okay whether they do or not, because I'm still getting my practice and I'm still doing all these things. But I really wasn't sure if people would listen. But I didn't let that stop me. I didn't say, oh, you know what, people might not like my voice. I'm not going to do podcasts. I'm just going to stick to the Instagram page or, oh, well, I could be doing other things in that time. And I'm afraid that if I take away that time, I'm not going to be as happy. So I'm not going to do the podcast. I could have said those things, but I didn't because I faced the fear. I made my first episode and it's seen moderate success, more success than I even thought it would. And of course, I'm proud of that, but I wouldn't be here I wouldn't be talking right now. I wouldn't be talking about fear right now if I didn't face the fear. There are so many fears that people have and they just don't face them. They just let them sit there. They'll say, oh, I've been afraid of that ever since I was a kid. Okay, maybe you have been afraid of it. Maybe there's a good reason for it. But have you ever tried to face it? Have you ever tried to do anything that you possibly could to be able to get rid of it or at least make it so that it's not as severe? I remember when I was younger, my brother scared me. I had my back to the door. I was just playing. I was a little kid, and he came in my room. I had no idea, and he scared me. And then for years and years and years, I couldn't have my back to an open door anymore, which a lot of people have that fear, which that's instinctual, and it does make sense because obviously to protect yourself, it's better to be facing wherever somebody could be coming in if they were trying to attack you or something. But I finally reached a point now, and it's... Really, it took years for me to be able to do this, but now I can do it. Maybe not in a public setting, of course, but I don't think that's wise for anybody to put their back to a door. But even in my own home, I didn't feel comfortable. Even though my brother had moved out and he had apologized and he'd never do it again and nobody would do it to me because they knew that it bothered me, 
I still couldn't do it in my own house, but now I can. This may seem like some stupid story, but it isn't because I, well, how did I, how did I stop having that fear? I started doing it. I would just slowly but surely, I would test and I would, even when I was home alone, I would just, I would put my back to an open door a little bit and I would just try and do something, whether it was schoolwork or watching something on YouTube or whatever it was. I would do that and I would get more comfortable with the idea and I learned to not hate it anymore because I realized, well, if I've done this 50 times and nothing bad has happened, chances are that if I do it for another 50 times, it's, it's not, nothing bad's going to happen. It's going to be the same. And if I keep doing it, then chances are it's going to be the same. Yeah, every once in a while things may happen, but I'm not going to let that bring the fear back. I'm not going to let that control me. You can't let the fear have control over you. You need to have control over it. You need to be able to face it and say, okay, if anything happens, I'm not going to pretty much relapse into my fear. That's another thing that people have. They get over their fear, but then something happens and they get it right back because that's natural. It's still in your mind. You can't just banish it from your mind completely. You need to make sure that you don't go back on that, all of your hard work, and you don't let it stop you. The main reason why I'm talking about fear today is obviously because of how much I care about you guys being successful, but fear just mentally can change your whole life, and I want to educate you guys as much as I can. I'm definitely by no means an expert when it comes to fear, but I just, I know how it's impacted me, and I know that even things not related to success, I'm definitely afraid of, and the best way to fight it is to face it. That's all I can really tell you guys is just you need to face it and don't let it get in your way because you need to take the time to analyze what the what role fear plays in your life. It may seem simple. You may sit here and think, no, I don't think it does anything in my life. But I want you to truly sit down for a few minutes at least, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes even, and think about, well, what things haven't I done that I wanted to do? And why didn't I do them? I can guarantee that at least half of them is because of fear. I was scared to do this. I was scared to do that. I was scared that I was going to fail. I was scared that if I did, people wouldn't like me anymore. There are so many social phobias that I'm sure you can almost track at least one of them down to something. Even if you don't necessarily have the phobia, it's not a constant thing. But sometimes you can be scared of things. That you don't necessarily, you're not always scared of, but sometimes you're scared of them. And you can track it down and then you can realize, okay, I can't let that happen again. People are so scared in today's world to go out and do something. Go out and try to be successful. Go out and take that risk on a business. Go and take a risk on that investment. Invest some money into stocks. You may not be an expert. You may be like, I'm afraid that I'm going to fail and everybody's going to laugh at me and I'm going to lose this all this money. Well... Here's the thing, the people that are laughing at you are the people that they know that they wouldn't face their fears because they're not strong enough to face their fears. The people who aren't laughing at you, the people who are picking you up and the people who are dusting you off and saying, okay, let's go at it again. Those are the people that know how to face fears and they understand what you're going through. They're not going to laugh at you for facing your fear because they know how difficult it is because they did it and they overcame their fear and they want the same thing for you. In one of my videos, I talked about how the people who are trying to throw you off your path to success, they're not the people who are successful. They're not going to try and throw you off your path unless they're competitive with you for some reason. If you're in the same field as them, of course, that can happen. 
but usually they're the people that are too afraid to try and they don't understand what the what the grind takes how hard it is they don't they have no clue so they just laugh at you because they think it's funny that somebody else tried to fail because they're too scared to try that's the same thing with fear. The only people who are going to laugh at you are the people who won't face their own fear. So when they laugh at you, you can kind of look at them and be like, okay, I'm going to go face my fear for myself, but also to show you that I can do it and that you can't. Use that to your advantage. Use that as motivation. I say that fear kills motivation, but you need motivation to kill fear. You need to have that right there. You need to be ready. You need to say, I'm going to do this and there's nothing that can stop me. People all the time, you hear about these stories, you can see it on Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube. People go and face their fears and they make a big video out of it and everyone's like, wow, I'm so proud of you, you faced your fear. But they don't go face their fears. They say, well, oh, good for him, he can do it. I can't. There's always that I can't. Fear will always tell you that you can't, but there are, it takes strong people to be able to say that I can and to go fight it. You need to be able to do that and you need to use these other people as inspiration because it, all that fear does is stop you from doing things that you're going to enjoy. Other, unless it's a natural fear, of course, then yes, it's, gonna, it's keeping you alive. But usually fear is stopping you from doing things that you want or need to do. I'll go, I mean, I can go back to the example with the plane again. You're not going to be able to vacation all these different places because you can't get on the plane. You're not going to be able to make these business trips because you can't get on the plane. You, I mean, you eliminate job options. You can't be a pilot if you don't like being on a plane. That would be not a great situation for your passengers. But fear just it holds you back in so many ways. And I know I keep repeating myself, but it's just... The fact that it can control you so much is why I find it so fascinating and why I chose to talk about it today. I know it may seem like a weird topic where the first one I talked about me, the second one I talked about a few other things, talked about me a little bit, COVID-19, schooling, and now I'm talking about fear. I mean, even the fear of COVID-19, people aren't, that's different. People say, well, you're saying face your fears. I'm not, if I'm afraid of COVID-19, what am I supposed to do? Go out and not wear a mask and not use hand sanitizer and just go out and get the disease or we'll get the, um, get the virus. And no, I'm not telling you to do things that are irrational. I'm telling you that the fears that are holding you back and they're not keeping you alive, you need to face them. I have a fear of failure. I still have it. It's still there and it still affects me sometimes. But usually what I've learned to do is I've learned that if I work hard enough, chances are I'm not going to fail. And if I study hard enough, chances are I'm not going to fail that test. So instead of being afraid and saying, I'm not going to take the test, I get ready for the test and I prepare for it. And I do I work as hard as I can and I do everything in my power to do well in that test. Same thing with the AP test. They were weird this year with COVID-19. They were only 40 minutes, and a little sneak peek, next week I'm going to be having Sam Alkalay on this podcast, I believe, most likely, and maybe that's something that we can talk about, but I was afraid of those exams because they were so much shorter, and there was, so, there was much less room for error and still do well. With the AP Language and Composition exam, you had to write one essay, and that was your, that was your score. You had one essay. And I was afraid that I was going to mess it up. But you know what I did? Instead of saying, I'm not going to do it. Or instead of saying, I'm going to cheat so that I don't have to do it. Or I'm going to act like I didn't and I'm going to 
do the test retake date in like a month from now. I didn't do that. I sat and I watched videos of how to do well on this exam. I looked through my past exams. I will pass examples of writing the Q2, the essay, and I went through them and I did everything I could to study for them. Same thing with AP US history that I took. I went through and I studied everything and I watched videos and on the exam, I didn't even get something that I, the question that I was asked wasn't even something that I had studied. But I had so much extra knowledge from studying so much that I wasn't afraid because I was able to use that knowledge to supplement what I was doing on the exam. I was afraid of all these things, but I faced them. I was afraid of DECA, and now I'm a DECA champion. I was afraid of soccer, and now I'm a varsity athlete. I was afraid of running track, and now I'm a varsity athlete, and chances are I have the potential to maybe be a captain one day. All of this would not have happened if I had just let fear take over. I probably wouldn't even be a high school athlete if I let fear take over. And I wouldn't be this amazing student because I would just skip out on all these things that I didn't want to do. I'm not saying I'm an amazing student, by the way. I'm just saying that I wouldn't get the grades that I get if I, had, if I hadn't faced my fears. I want all of you to face your fears. I want you to at least take one fear. Think about it right now. Get it in your mind. Think about this fear. I'll give you a second. Now that you have that fear in your head, I want you to take a minute after this podcast or even during if you can focus on that and multitask. And I want you to think about how you can combat it. How can I get over this fear? I have a fear of failure. I don't think I'm going to do well on this job interview. What am I going to do? I'm going to learn how to do well at an interview. I'm going to get this nice outfit that makes me confident. I'm going to learn about the company. I'm going to learn about who's interviewing me if I possibly can. And of course, I'm going to watch Bryce's video on how to do well at a job interview. <laughs> and then I'm going to be all set. There you go. There's your there's your plan. Or, okay, I'm doing this business meeting on the top floor of a skyscraper because that's the that's the best place in the building for most people. That's where they like to be, the top floor. And I'm scared to death of heights. What am I going to do? Well, first of all, I'm not going to look out the window. <laughs> that's just asking for it. And I'm going to just, if I have to take the stairs and I don't like the elevator, I'll take the stairs. It doesn't matter. Is it going to take forever? And is it probably not the smartest idea? Of course. Of course not. You're not going to want to do that. But if that's what you have to do, if that's the only way you're going to be able to do it, then you need to do it. You need to do everything you can to get around things. Fear doesn't always have to be a direct confrontation. Sometimes you can go around it. Sometimes there is a path around it. I'm not saying avoid it completely, but a lot of people, they see fear in front of them and they say, nope, I can't do it. Now you either, you have three options here. You can either go back, which is, in essence is failing and just giving up. You can go straight for the fear and say, I'm going to take you on and I'm going to do everything I can to win, which is great. If you can do that, go ahead. But if you don't think you can handle that, usually there's a path around. But people are so scared when they see the fear that they don't even look for another way. They just go backwards. But sometimes there is a way around it. Like, for example, I'm talking about that person opening their business, excuse me, and they're opening their business and 
they don't like that lot across the street, well, then don't open your business there. Go find somewhere else to open your business. It's not that hard, but a lot of times they don't think about it. They just kind of, oh, well, there's that fear. I'm not going to do it. But if you do, you're going to thank yourself for it. Now, to make sure that I don't just keep repeating myself here, I think I'm just going to end this podcast here because I still do, for those of you who look on the Instagram, I still do have that sore throat a little bit and my voice is starting to give out on me. But I wanted to take the time today after this podcast. If you have during, that's great. Or even if you're busy right now, take the time later and think about at least one fear that you have. Think about how you can fight it or at least find ways around it. And I guarantee that you're going to be a happier person, especially those of you who share that fear of failure that I have. Don't worry about it. Like, I know that it's hard to just say, don't worry about it. Everybody told me that. And I'm just like, it's not like that. I understand that. But figure out how to make it so that you don't worry about it because you're going to be a happier person. You're going to do the things that you going to want to do you're going to be more successful in the end. So thank you guys for listening to this podcast. And like I said, hopefully I can have a guest next week. I'm not quite sure what we'll talk about yet, but we'll go ahead and figure that out. And hopefully we'll make a great episode for you guys. Thank you for all the support once again. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks, guys.